up, what up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 191 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, again, thank every, thank you to everybody for your support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Uh, definitely like, uh, subscribe, share, rate, or review the podcast on any of the platforms that you listen to it on. I gladly appreciate it. Uh, like I said, keep it going. Keep it flowing. Uh, this episode here, all-star game, uh... Basically, I'm just going to speak about what's going to transpire uh, All-Star Weekend. And uh, also, the starting lineups uh, were announced. You know, I got, you know, a couple of things to say about that. And I also want to give my reserves before, you know, I believe, I think, I think this, I think this upcoming week, I believe TNT is going to do theirs. So, before y'all hear theirs, why not hear your boys before, you know, they give theirs? So, that's pretty much what's on the agenda for this episode. And, of course, before we close out, you know, I've instituted a new segment before we wrap up the episode. And that's my top five uh, hot seat Q&A questions. So, we're going to get to that a little bit later. But first, let's talk about... You know, like I said, the All-Star Game is going down uh, March 7th, which is a Sunday. Uh, I can't really say All-Star Weekend. And the reason being is because it's being reported that all the activities is going to happen on All-Star Sunday. You know how in previous years you have, you know, what was it, Friday? You'll have the uh, U.S. versus the world. I don't even think they're doing that this year. Um, but they are going to do, you know, the three-point shootout. They're going to do the slam dunk contest. They're going to do the um they're going to do the skills challenge. All of those things are still going to take place, but it's going to take place on the day of the All-Star game. Um I believe the slam dunk contest from what I've been reading is going to take place at halftime. So at halftime of the All-Star Game, the slam dunk contest is going to take place. And I believe before the game, I think the three-point shootout and the skills challenge is going to take place. Now, for the skills challenge, so far, I heard LaMelo is being spoken about about doing the skills challenge. I would love to see him do it. Um, listen, I've, I've, I, I, I've already said it. A few times, I actually said it in my prediction episode for the season when I gave my prediction awards. I said that LaMelo, I'm about to say LaMelo Anthony, LaMelo Ball will be rookie of the year. It's looking like he got that under lock and key right now. Um, I know Anthony Edwards, um, the number one pick, um, he's growing, you know, in the ranks, especially after that dunk he just did. A few nights ago against Toronto, he's he, he's definitely looking up in the ranks. But I honestly think that LaMelo Ball 
has the um, Rookie of the Year award on Smash right now. That's just my honest opinion. Um, in the three-point shootout, it's being reported that Dame Dollars is going to be in it, which, listen, we love seeing him shoot the three. Um, he's, he, he, he's, he's, he, he, he now has this fascination of shooting the threes from the logo. My thing is, if you can make it, take him. And he can make them. So go ahead and take them, Dame. Don't be like LeBron and try these logo threes and shoot nothing but bricks or worse than that, shoot an air ball. But that's neither here nor there. But um, those are just the things that I've heard so far. So, yeah. Yeah, it's All-Star Weekend. But, in the, but for the most part, everything is going to happen on the 7th of March. Um, again, it's going to be in Atlanta. And the mayor of, you know, Atlanta is basically urging fans, you know, to don't, you know, crowd the stadium or whatever the case may be. Listen, you're wasting your time flapping your gums with that because they are not going to listen. They're not going to listen. It's, it's, for them, it's All-Star Weekend and they're still going to show up. Now, as far as how many is going to be how many is going to be attended the game, see that I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that yet, or if it is going to be anybody. But my thing is, if it's not going to be fans, or even at a low capacity, that right there should tell you that you shouldn't do it, because that's what All Star Weekend is about. All Star Weekend is about fan participation. If you take that away, then there's really no need to even do this. Take the slam dunk contest, for example. You know what I mean? The crowd participation. You know, them on the edge of their seats waiting for that dunk to take place. Then if the dunk is executed, their reaction. That's what you want in a slam dunk contest. A three-point shootout. If you got somebody out there, take Dame, for example. If he's hitting like 15 of them in a row. The fans' reaction. You feed off of that. So, I mean, listen. If it's going to be fans, cool. If it ain't that many fans, then you shouldn't do it. But again, the NBA is trying to make up their money. You know, they're trying to make back, you know, they're trying to make back their money, so they're trying to have this all-star game. I'm gonna tune in regardless. And the beauty thing is it's my weekend off. So I'm definitely gonna tune in. So the selfish part of me wants it to be a game, but logical sense. If it's only a little bit of crowd participation, then you shouldn't be doing it. But again, I'm not the commissioner. I'm not in charge. It is what it is. But yes, all of that is going down March 6th. March 7th, my fault. March 7th, the All-Star Game Slam Dunk Contest is at halftime of the game. And then before the game, you're going to have the Skills Challenge and the three-point contest having said all of that now let's speak about the all-stars let's speak about let's 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 speak about the all-stars how about this the starters were just revealed i believe today is sunday thursday the starters were announced Okay, the starters were announced. And for the East, 
Obviously, the leading vote-getter for the East was Kevin Durant, so he's the captain of the Eastern Conference. For the Western Conference, the captain, obviously, is LeBron James. He's the leading vote-getter, so he's the captain for the West. Uh, Doc Rivers, coach for the Philadelphia 76ers, is going to be the head coach for the East, and Quinn Snyder, head coach of the Utah Jazz, will be the head coach for the West, highly deserved, and being that the Jazz has the best record in the West, you know, usually and usually in past years, whichever team had the best record, their coach would coach the All-Star game, unless you had coached it the year before. So congrats to him for being, you know, the head coach for, you know, the, the, the Western Conference. Now let's get to the starters, where it's one conference where I have some objection. For the East, uh, I'm not, for the, for the East, in my opinion, I have a little, a little concern about the East as far as who should be starting and who should be coming off the bench. So let's just get to the East real quick. Kevin Durant, leading vote getter, I have no objection with him starting. I have no objection with him starting at all. I think they got it right, even though he even though he is missing a few games right now with a hamstring injury. I still think, being that he's the leading vote getter for the East, he definitely should be in the starting lineup. So right there, I have no objection. Joel Embiid, uh, MVP candidate. Um, listen. Right now, he's my MVP. I know LeBron is doing what he does. I get all that. But see, for me, this dude can always win. I like when underdogs get MVP. Because when you when people was mentioning MVPs earlier this season, nobody was really speaking about Joel Embiid. I even overlooked him. I said Kevin Durant would be MVP. But with the games that he's missed and the amount of games he's missed so far... He's going to take himself out of contention. Um, some people were saying Anthony Davis. Some people were saying LeBron. Some people were saying Dame. Some people were saying Luka. It wasn't that many people that said Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is in the MVP conversation. I have no problem with him being a starter for the Eastern Conference, especially after that 50-point performance he put on this past weekend against the Bulls. Kyrie Irving. This is the part where I have an issue. I don't think Kyrie Irving should be in the starting lineup for the All-Star game. Do I think he should be on the All-Star team? Yes, I do. I do I do believe he should be there. But I know somebody who should be replacing him. I know somebody who should be replacing him. And trust me when I say this. Please, trust me when I say this. This was not easy for me to say. Because I'm going to say it again. I'm not a fan of his. I am not a fan of this individual. But I have to call a spade a spade. I have to give you props when it's deserved. I think Kyrie Irving should come off the bench for the All-Star game. And I believe his teammate, James Harden, should be the starting, should be in the starting lineup for the All-Star game. Trust me, this was not easy for me to say. Y'all already know, if y'all been doing y'all homework and y'all been paying attention to how I speak about James Harden, y'all already know I'm not the biggest fan of his. Y'all already know that. 
But again, I have to give props where it's due. And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I think James Harden should be in the starting lineup for the All-Star game. Um, I will put I will put James Harden in the starting lineup, and I'll have Kyrie come off the bench. That's just my opinion. Um, Giannis, okay, Giannis, the popular pick. Obviously, he's going to be in the starting lineup, so there you have it. Um, even though Milwaukee is a disappointment this year. Milwaukee is a disappointment this year. But again, for me, I'm not surprised because I don't I, I don't respect Milwaukee. I don't. Never have and probably never will. And I think Giannis right now is probably sitting back regretting that he took that contract extension now. But with all the money that they was giving him, you just, you, you just couldn't pass up on it. I guess they thought with Drew Holiday showing up, that would help them in some way. And obviously, it's not panning out the way it's supposed to be because they're in third place, 17-13. They didn't get their 13th loss last year till I don't even know when. But right now, it's a disappointment. And this is just my opinion. I haven't heard this from anybody. Um, Woj hasn't spoken about this. No higher ups in the NBA. Chris Hayes. Nobody has spoken about this. This is just my opinion. If the Milwaukee Bucks do not get to the NBA Finals this year, I think Coach Bud is going to lose his job as the head coach for Milwaukee. That's just my opinion. That is just my opinion because this would have been multiple years where Milwaukee was either the favorite to come out the East or one of the favorites to come out the East and you didn't deliver. So I'm saying it now. You're hearing it from me first. If Milwaukee does not make the NBA Finals, or if they regretfully have an early exit in the Eastern Conference playoffs when it begins, Coach Bud will not be the head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks next season. You're hearing it from me first. Now, this All-Star is deserving. And not only is it deserving... Not only is it deserving, but I also believe he deserves to be in the starting lineup, and they got it right. And that would be Bradley Bill. I'm glad he's in the starting lineup. He deserves it for what he's doing this season. Um, Listen, the dude is averaging 33 points a game. Now, unfortunately, the one-two punch with him and Westbrook hasn't been working this year. But he definitely, definitely, definitely deserves to be in the starting lineup. So I'm glad he I, I I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad he's in the starting lineup. He deserves it. So there you have it for the starting five for the Eastern Conference. Now my only my only hiccup is I think Kyrie should come off the bench and I think James Harden should start. That's just my opinion. Okay? That's just my opinion. Now, let's go to the starters for the Western Conference. Like I said, LeBron is the leading vote-getter. When is LeBron ever going to come off the bench in the All-Star game? He's been in All-Star games for so many years. I've never recalled him coming off the bench. I don't expect it now. So, no objection with that one. 
Kawhi Leonard. No objection here. No objection here. They got that right. Listen, you could make a case that he could be in the MVP conversation. But with a lot of these players, Joel Embiid, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Listen, I know some people even have Paul George in the MVP conversation. Those three guys, they're going to be in the conversation. But when it really gets to the nitty gritty, they won't get that many votes because of the games that they've missed. They've missed multiple games, multiple games. So right now, it looks good for them getting these MVP votes. But it's not going to hold up when the season ends. But the, 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 the deserving so, they deserve to be in the conversation. Jokic. Youth from Denver. Definitely, definitely deserves to be in the starting lineup. I said this on my last episode with my man from Philly. My man Miz 100. You know what I'm saying? I said that I think Joker is the best center in the league. He said Embiid. I said Joker. We can agree to disagree. Nothing but love for that brother. But, you know, you know, in my opinion, I think Joker is the best center in the league. Mainly because of his availability. He doesn't miss that many games if he min- if he misses any. Um, he's almost averaging a triple-double this season. He's another one who's in the MVP conversation. So it's a beautiful thing. So they definitely got that right. Steph Curry. Listen, Steph is back to his old tricks. And even with Clay not being there and Draymond not doing a damn thing, if the playoffs started today, if the playoffs started today, the Golden State Warriors would be in the playoffs. Believe it or not. Because you got Steph and you got Umbre, who's on and off. Andrew Wiggins, on and off. So he doesn't really have a co- a consistent supporting cast. And he's able to do all of these things on his own. Um... He had, I think, a 60-point game this season. He's had multiple 30-point games this season. He passed Reggie Miller for um, all-time leader in three-pointers made. So all that's left is to catch Ray Allen, a.k.a. Jesus Shuttlesworth, which could probably be next year or the year after. Um, So, yeah, I definitely think that Steph Curry deserves to be in the starting lineup. So, you got that. Now, here we get to the nitty-gritty. This is where... This is where my same issue with the West, with, with the East. I think somebody that's in the starting lineup should come off the bench. And for this one, I think Luka Doncic should come off the bench. I don't think he should be in the starting lineup. I don't think he should be in the starting lineup. Now, the person I think should be over him is Dame Dollar. I think I think Dame Lillard should be in the starting lineup for the Western Conference. But see, the problem with this is is that you have 
you have three formats for um, the All-Star game. The fans decide 50% of the vote. They got 50% of the vote. The media got 25% and the players got 25%. From what I saw, the media and the players had Dame in the starting lineup. The fans picked Luka to be in the starting lineup. For me, in my honest opinion, I think they give the fans too much power. And for this reason, this is the reason why Dame is not in the starting lineup. Because just look at the numbers. Even though Luka is almost averaging a triple-double, I take nothing away from the young man. He is one of the bright stars in this league. There's no way he should be in the starting lineup and Dame comes off the bench. Portland right now is 18-11. and 11. They are right now currently the fifth seed in the Western Conference. Dame is without C.J. McCullough, and he's without Nurkic. And he's putting up these numbers. He's averaging 30 a game, eight assists a game. He should be in the starting lineup for the All-Star game. Again, I respect Luka. I take nothing away from him. But his team is 13 and 15. Okay? I think Dame should be in the starting lineup. That's just my opinion. But, of course, like I said, the fans get 50% of the vote. And that's why he's not in the starting lineup, which I think is a shame. But, again, Luka is one of the bright stars. I take nothing away from him. I just think, in my opinion, he shouldn't be um, a starter in the All-Star game. I have no problem with him being, I guess you could say the sixth man or whatever way they formatted for the West coming off the bench. But I think that Dame should be a starter and Luka should be a reserve. But that's just my opinion. Speaking of reserves, this is the tough part because, again, like I said, I want to do my reserves before... TNT do theirs and they announce who's going to be the reserves for this All-Star game. Now, listen, I know I'm going to raise some eyebrows with mines. And quite frankly, I don't give a damn. I'm going to give it to people who I think truly, truly deserve it. So let's get to the Eastern Conference, shall we? Because for me, I think the East, for me, was was tougher than the West. The East was much tougher than the West. So let's get to it. My first reserve, like I said, I said James Harden should be in the starting lineup. So obviously, he's one of my reserves. Let's get that out the way. My second reserve, I am going with old Ice Trey. I'm going with Trey Young to be a Reserve for the All-Star game. Atlanta has improved. They have improved. Trey is averaging 27 points a game. Nine dimes. Yeah, man. I think old Ice Trey, I think old Ice Trey deserves to be in the All-Star game. And then again, 
He's a fan favorite. And where is the All-Star game at? Hot Lana. So you you have to have a player from that city. I mean, he's not really from Atlanta, but he plays in Atlanta. If you're going to have the All-Star game in Atlanta, then you got to have a Hawks representative in there. And I can't think of anybody else than O-Ice Trey Young. So there you have it. Next. Listen, when they do their picks on Thursday, this, this young man better be in the starting, well, I'm not, obviously he ain't going to be the starting lineup, but this young man better be on the roster for the Eastern Conference. Oh, it's going to be a problem. And that would be Zach Levine. Zach Levine better be, in the, better be on the East All-Star team next, well, this Thursday. Oh, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be some furniture moving if he is not on that Eastern Conference team. He's got the Bulls balling, okay? The Bulls right now are 13 and 16. They are not that far from the AFC. And then again, the way is the way it's set up for the playoffs. There's a play-in with the seventh and tenth, with, with seven, eight, nine, and ten. If the season ended today, the Bulls will be involved in that play-in. I think Zach Levine deserves to be in the All-Star team. In the All-Star game, he's had nine 35-point games this season. Nine. I can't even recall the last time a Bulls player had that many 35-point games. In fact, I can, and that would be the guard, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yes, I think Zach Levine should be in the All-Star game. That's my third pick. Now, y'all know how this works. It's only seven slots, Okay. For reserves. You got five starters. And then you got seven reserves. Twelve in total. This next person. I think is very well deserving. If the playoffs started today. This team would be in it. Even though they have a losing record. But it's two games below 500. So I'm not going to. You know. Really get off on them like that. I think this young fella, he's de- he he might be in contention for most improved player, and that would be from the New York Knicks, Julius Randle. I think Julius Randle is an All Star. He is he is, he is a deserving All Star. He is leading the Knicks in points, rebounds, and assists. 23, 11, and 5, okay? He's an all-star, okay? Let's get it out the way. I think Julius Randle is an all-star. There you have it. Next. Because now, obviously, the first three people, the first three names, it's like guards. So now, you you know, I need some... I need some four fives for the Eastern Conference. So, my center, I am going to go with Nikola 
Voitsingvik. Uh, listen, I know I'm saying his last name right. From the Orlando Magic, goddammit, all right? Y'all know who I'm like, yeah, for, all right, goddammit. From the Orlando Magic. He is my center for the West, for the Eastern Conference. 24 and 12. Orlando was 12 and 18. When you really think about the big men in the Eastern Conference, they don't really have that many. Obviously, Drummond won't be in the All-Star game. I mean, you, you, I mean, you got Bam from Miami, but who knows? Maybe, who, maybe, maybe his name is on here. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, that's. I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much it as far as the big men. And then, of course, Embiid, but Embiid's in the starting lineup. So, yes, Nikola from Orlando will be my big man. He will be my backup center from the Eastern Conference. Now, there's only two spots left. Two spots left. Who will they go to? This is the dilemma I have. There's two players from the Celtics, very well deserving. And that would be Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. You got Miami. You got two players from Miami that are very well deserving. And that's Bam and Jimmy Buckets. Okay? My second to last reserve from the Eastern Conference. I'm going to give you a hint. It is a player from the Celtics. But see, my thing is I can't pick both of them. I can't pick both of them because then that's being disingenuous to Jimmy Buckets. That's being disingenuous to Bam. That's being disingenuous to Sabonis from Port. I'm from, from Indiana. That last pick is going to be hard. But for the sake of this second to last pick, I just told y'all it's a player from Boston. I'm only going with him because he leads his team in points and assists. Don't get me wrong. The other player deserves it as well. And he will be in contention for most improved player. But for the sake of the All-Star game, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum to be the starter. To I keep saying starter. To be a reserve for the All-Star game. There you have it. And now we get to the last pick. Now again, we got Bam from the Miami Heat. You got Jimmy Buckets from Miami. Jalen Brown, like I said, but I don't think it would have been right to have two Boston players. And let's be real, they've actually been kind of a disappointment this season. So I'm definitely not going to reward them with two All-Stars. And then you got Chris Middleton from Milwaukee. I feel like Milwaukee's a disappointment, so I'm not rewarding them with two All-Stars. So basically, it's between Bam, Jimmy Buckets, and Sabonis from Indiana. 
I'm going to eliminate Jimmy Buckets for this reason. 18 games. He's only played 18 games. So I'm going to eliminate him. Love Jimmy Buckets. He had an amazing game last night against the Lakers. Take nothing away from him. But just for me, I'm going to eliminate him. Now, it is between Bam and Sabonis. I don't know whether to flip a coin or just pick a name. But like I said, I think with this lineup, you want to be flexible. You want to have guards. You got yourself a big man already in Nicola from Orlando. You got your power forward with Julius Randle. Now, Sabonis. <sighs> Sabonis is a power forward. Bam is a center. Whew. Damn, this is hard. This is hard. Okay, Dre man up. I am going to go. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I am going to go with my last pick for the All-Star game. I am going to go with Bam. I'm going to go with Bam. And listen, I love Sabonis. I love Sabonis. But I'm going to give the nod to Bam because he leads his team in points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. That's four statistical categories he leads his team in. I wouldn't mind seeing Sabonis in the skills challenge. I believe he did the skills challenge last year, if I'm not mistaken. So I wouldn't mind seeing him in that. But for the All-Star game, I only got one spot left. I'm going with Bam. So for the Eastern Conference, my reserves on top of the starters, James Harden, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Nicola from Orlando, Jason Tatum, and Bam from Miami. Now let's get to the reserves from the Western Conference. This has always been the dilemma for the Western Conference. It's too many guards. It's too many guards that are deserving to make the All-Star game. But all of them can't make it. All these guards can't make it. Now, Dame's already in it. Okay? Because I said he should be a starter. So... That's one reserve already. Let's get that out the way. My second reserve really started making a name for himself last year in the bubble. If you had an MVP for the bubble, he was in contention. And what he's doing this season with the addition to Chris Paul and having Phoenix... Play the way they're playing. 
I think he deserves to be an all-star, and that would be Devin Booker. My third reserve. I believe that if you have the best record in the league and you have a player on your team that is all-star worthy, you got to reward them. And right now, the Utah Jazz have the best record in the league. And I think this individual, I think you can throw him in the MVP conversation. I don't think he will win it, but I think you can throw him in the MVP conversation, and that would be Spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. My fourth individual for the All-Star Game. Now, again, with these All-Star Games, with the reserves, you only get seven players. So you want to be able to balance it out. You want some guards. You want some stretch fours. Or you want a big man. This big man that I'm going with, even though he, you know, was the first person to catch COVID last year and even made a mockery out of it. For multiple years, he's been in contention for defensive player of the year or even one defensive player of the year. This year is no different. He's in contention for defensive player of the year. That would be Rudy Gobert. Gobert. My fifth choice... Very well deserving. Very well deserving. Last season, he didn't really play that much because he definitely missed a lot of games last year because he was injured. He's definitely making a name for himself this season. He's definitely improved. He definitely lost some weight, definitely bulked up a little bit. He's played 28 games this season. Very impressive. That would be Zion Williamson. I'm putting Zion as one of my reserves for the Western Conference. And now... It's two slots left. And like I said... It's hard... What is so many guards? It's so many guards that you can go with for the Western Conference. But I only have two slots left. Two. I think this person has a lot to prove this season. I said it in my last episode. There are three players that I don't care what they do in a regular season. I'm concerned about what you do in the regulars in the play, in the postseason. Those three players is James Harden, Giannis, and this individual. I think the Clippers will be a threat for the Lakers this season, just like they were last year. And they should have been in the West Finals with them last year, but we're not gonna reflect. We're not gonna go back in time. What's done is done. I believe this individual, so far this season, when he's been out there, has been amazing. 
I'm going to go with Paul George as my other reserve for the Western Conference. And now I got one more choice. One more. Whew. I'm torn between De'Aaron Fox. I'm torn between Chris Paul. I'm torn between Mike Conley, but I'm going to eliminate Mike Conley right now because even though Utah does have the best record, I am not putting three of their players on the reserves. This is not Detroit from back in the day where they had Sheed, uh, Chauncey, Rip, and uh, who was the fifth reserve? The Wallace boys, Rip, Chauncey, that made the all-star team. Now, now we're not doing that with this one. This is not like when you had Paul Pierce, Gardnett, Ray Allen, and Rondo. Nope, we're not doing that. So that's one person to eliminate. So now it's between DeRozan, Chris Paul, and De'Aaron Fox. Luca, Luca or Steph could be point guard, okay? Dame is the backup point guard. So for me, I'm not going to put two backup point guards. That's not happening, okay? We're not doing two backup point guards. So having said all of that, Dame is already a backup. Luca and Steph, whoever they want to put in the starting lineup, as the point guard between them two, you already got two point guards. If you add Dame. So, it, listen, it, it, listen it, it, it pains me to do this. It pains me to do it. It, pain, it, it, pain, it pains me to, it pains me to do it. It definitely pains me. Mm, this one is hard. This one, like, oh, I'm on the hot seat with this one. <laughs> I am, I am on the hot seat with this one, man. I, I am on the hot seat with this one. I am going to go with with my last pick. I'm torn between Demar Derozan, and I'm torn between De'Aaron Fox. Two individuals that are very well deserving. Very well deserving. They both lead their team in points. They both lead their team in assists. Whew. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. It's between DeRozan and De'Aaron Fox. DeRozan has been there a few times already. He's been there a few times already. I want to see what the young boy could do in the All-Star game. 
I want to see if the stage is big. If I want to see if the stage is too big for him. So you know what? Let's give the young boy a shot. So I'm going to put De'Aaron Fox. I'm going to change it. I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox. So that will be my last pick for the reserves for the Western Conference. So my reserves for the West is Dame Dollar, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson, Rudy Gobert, Paul George, De'Aaron Fox. So it's looking like I got three point guards. I got three point guards. Three. Hey, I went against my word. So there you have it. Those are my reserves. These are not TNT's reserves. These are not NBA TV reserves. These are my reserves. Now, when y'all listen to the episode, if it's anybody that y'all think is, is more deserving, let me know. Holla at me. Shoot me a DM. You know what I'm saying? There you have it. <sighs> now, again, like I said, the All-Star Game is Sunday, March 7th. Sunday, March 7th. They're doing the they're, they're doing they're doing the all-star. They're, they're doing the skills challenge. They're doing the three-point shootout before the game. They're doing the slam dunk contest at halftime. So all those festivities will still go down. Just not on Friday and Saturday. Now, before we go, like I said, I like to do this top five, you know. Q&A, hot seat, before we go. So, my top five Q&A question would be, whew, my top five Q&A question would be, who are my top five Spurs of all time. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, I am a Spurs fan. I rep Brooklyn because they're from my borough. But I wouldn't say I'm a Nets fan. I rep them because they're from Brooklyn. But I am a Spurs fan. My top five Spurs of all time. And I have to put them in order. Obviously, number one, Mr. Big Fundamental. The greatest power forward of all time, that would be Mr. Tim Duncan. Number two, I will go with who? I'm going to go with Tony Parker. I will go with Tony Parker. And that one was hard because I wanted to go with the Admiral, but I went with Tony Parker because he has a finals MVP. That means a lot. Yes, David Robinson has two rings, but he doesn't have a finals MVP. So I'm going to give the finals MVP guys the first two nods, which would be Duncan and Parker. Number three. I'm going to go with... Ginobili! I'm going with Manu Ginobili. So if you notice, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, big three. Yes, I, I believe the Spurs' big three is definitely one of the greatest big threes in NBA history. 
Who knows? Maybe that might be a Q&A question for me later on down the line. Wink, wink. Um, number four, I'm going with the Admiral, David Robinson. And then number five, listen, he has a finals MVP, but I don't like how he left San Antonio. It was very sour. So, Kawhi, I got to punish you. <laughs> I got to punish you, Kawhi. I got to put you, you know, number five. Now, I can't say Iceman because, number one, that wasn't my time. Didn't watch him live in Iraq. And then two, obviously, back then I wasn't a Spurs fan. So those are the two reasons why I can't throw Iceman in there. But he is an honorable mention. So my top five Spurs of all time, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, David Robinson, and Kawhi Leonard. So there you have it. Uh, it's a wrap for this episode. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for your support once again. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Um, Y'all can check out the podcast on all podcasting platforms except Tidal. Any podcast platform. Any podcast platform that you want to listen to a podcast on, your boy is on there. Um, You can also go on my social media pages. Facebook. Dre Day, Instagram, Dre Day1985, or Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, or even on Twitter, Dre Day1985. The links are in the bios. You can check them out there as well. So again, to everyone out there, thank y'all for your support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. And closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 191 is over. It is complete. Everybody, stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here. Peace.